Arichio Corazor. Arichio Corazor is the reigning heir of the Corazor family. He came to power in YC 105 following the ascension of his father, Dorian Corazor, to the imperial throne. Arichio had long been the favorite successor of his father, who refused to believe anything bad about him. Many viewed his ascension to power with dismay, rightly fearing Arichio's tyrannical rule. Youth Arichio was well suited to political machinations, being known for having a perfect mixture of charm, dishonesty, and paranoia. However, he was not known to understand the plight of the common man, having been brought up in sheltered luxury. This caused much tension in his realm, as the populace was used to the benevolent rule of his father. Scandal on Eclipticum Early in his reign as heir, Oricchio was involved in controversy following an, quote, incident at a cathedral on Eclipticum. The incident resulted in the destruction of several holy artifacts, while a female Galendi student involved in the incident had to be returned to the Federation for medical treatment. Numerous heirs, including Yoni's Artishaper and Uriam Kador publicly displayed outrage at the incident. Following the silence or disappearance of the witnesses, Mauricio was cleared of wrongdoing by the Theology Council. Involvement in Crelora Further controversy arose when Mauricio purchased two kidnapped Crelora scientists from the Guristas for over a trillion isk. Speculation and fear spread rampantly about Mauricio's intentions while the Emperor refused to take action against him. Eventually, President Fuaritan stepped in and began negotiations with Oricchio for the return of the scientists. Oricchio eventually agreed to return them in exchange for trade and mining rights in the Federation, a move that prompted the Republic Parliament to issue a statement of concern. However, it was revealed that the scientists were actually slaves who had stolen the scientists' identities. A manhunt was started for the scientists on Inexiles 1, the location of the mine the slaves had escaped from. Oricchio demanded the slaves be executed, but the Federation claimed they had been legally purchased and freed them. The scientists were eventually discovered dead in the mines, while the Amaerians began to claim the slaves were actually rebel infiltrators who had made off with sensitive documents. Apocalypse Auction Further criticism was levied at the air when it was revealed that an imperial apocalypse being auctioned off by the big lottery had once belonged to Oricchio, who left it at a Galendi actress's estate following a night of wild partying. Oricchio was spared further embarrassment when the ship was returned to the Empire by the winners of the lottery. Later Years Oricchio became increasingly erratic and sadistic in his behavior as the years went by. He became known for handing down harsh punishments to his vassals for both real and imagined slights. He ordered a baby cut in half, had a holder's lips cut off after ordering an end to previous punishments levied against, had a mime's tongue cut out and fed to him without even hearing his case, put a man to death for theft on the word of a strange personage only Arichio had seen, had a child tortured for flying a kite into the trees in the royal yard, forced a woman to dance naked daily because she was beautiful, killed the woman's husband for keeping her for himself, and thousands of other acts described as atrocities. He found his own erratic behavior to be quite amusing, often making quips to his religious and military advisors between pronouncements. 
This behavior eventually led to his vassals on Lipera II to revolt against his rule. The planet was saved from utter annihilation only by the actions of Brother Joshua, a speaker of truths. House Revolt and Speaker of Truths Intervention The situation finally came to a head when hundreds of Corazor holders petitioned the Speakers of Truth to address their concerns against Arichio. Brother Joshua came to the Corazor Palace and issued a judgment against Arichio, bringing up an old religious law that allowed an aggrieved party to demand a pound of flesh in restitution. While Oricchio's status as an heir reduced the severity of an individual claim to virtual insignificance, the sheer number of claims against him would have ended with his death. Though Oricchio at first refused to hear the sentence, the speaker threatened to strike his name from the Book of Records, an act that would not only have removed Oricchio's immunity from prosecution but also dethroned him and stripped him of his royal rights. The threat compelled Oricchio's military and religious advisors to figure out a compromise. Oricchio's claimants would each get their restitution in blood, but only piecemeal. Oricchio would be brought to the brink of death, then allowed to heal with cellular regenerators. In this way, Oricchio was carved up time and time again by ordinary scalpels, then regrown in a cellular regenerator, all until all his victims had received their piece of flesh. Personality Change the dismemberment and regeneration of Oricchio had a profound effect on the air. Following his recovery, his personality and outlook on life changed radically, to the point where he became both benevolent and kind. He generally began to rule in favor of the downtrodden and oppressed, dedicating himself to bettering the lives of his subjects and affording them all basic dignity and human rights. He also recruited a number of people, all of whom, including Alder Bernian, he personally interviewed, to aid him in ruling his domains in a humane and efficient way. In addition, Boricchio made it a personal mission to travel around his kingdom and learn about the people and allow them to learn about him, so that he could ensure they all lived to the standards set by the Corazor House. In this mission, which also was intended to address the problems the lesser holders and commoners were having with their betters, he was accompanied by a group of trusted servants, such as Alder, on whom he relied for a commoner's perspective. Example of Secret Philanthropy While on a mission to one planet with an unusual and impenetrable political setup, Horicchio discovered rising unrest among the commoners, which stood in stark opposition to the lack of problems in regular reports from the planetary governor. Oricchio realized that the political entrenchment on the planet would make it difficult to simply enforce his will on the political leaders, so he began a tour of the population. The endeavor took several days, during which Oricchio gave speeches during the day. It became apparent during this tour that the people did not want him there, viewing him as a politician who spoke only empty words and could offer no real change. Each day, once he had finished with the speeches, Oricchio conducted a secret inspection of the planet. At nights he would travel out among the populace in disguise and meet with them personally. Despite Alder's reservations, Oricchio was never once discovered. One night, he returned bearing several injuries and burns. When offered the services of a doctor, he turned it down, revealing a distrust of medical professionals since his past punishment by Brother Joshua. The next day, the news reported on a massive fire that was extinguished with the assistance of volunteers. 
Despite Arricchio's presence, no mention of any assisting strangers was reported. The night after, he had nightmares which caused him to scream out, these were apparently recurring. Eventually, Arricchio met with the planetary governor, with only Alder at his side. Arricchio attempted to convince the governor to willingly improve the conditions of the populace, but the governor adamantly refused and persisted in insulting Arricchio and his efforts. Eventually, Arricchio escorted Alder out of the room, then continued his meeting with the governor in privacy. It is unknown what passed between them, but at some point, Arricchio attacked the governor with a kumak and beat him to death. The murder was subsequently covered up, with false reports that the governor had crashed into the ocean before ever reaching the meeting. Arricchio announced plans to meet with the continental overseers, but they in turn, having understood the message being sent by their lord, announced plans to investigate and improve the living conditions of the populace, and found themselves, to their explicit regret, entirely too busy to meet with Arricchio. Current Status To the public, Arricchio appears to have been completely transformed by his ordeal. He has scars, but he hides them well, and he has put his strength of will and character, which had found a twisted release in his past life, but had also kept him alive and reasonably sane during the cleansing torture, to good use in a decent and honorable service to his house and to the empire at large. In December YC 110, Empress Jamil I, appointed Arricchio the new imperial chancellor. <laughs>